0: What you do is you just drag your nets along the bus. On a good day, you can catch
1: over 100 pounds of shrimp. Everything goes all right. Two men shrimp in 10 hours. That's what you spend on gas. Time, sergeant.
0: Go. Why did you put that weapon together so quickly, though? You told me to, drill sergeant. Jesus, H Christ! This is a new company record. If it wouldn't be a waste of such a damn fine enlisted man, I'd recommend you for OCS Private Gun. You are going to be a general someday, go. Now, just some double your weapon and continue.
1: Anyway, like I was saying. Hey, hey, hey. Stutter, my brother was handing. Hey, fantasy.
0: Hey, In session. We talk to touchdowns, we talk to reception. receptions, yeah. interceptions. Yeah. They got a band to kicker. we need that correction. Yeah. Talking math. Reflection, yeah. How many of y'all you collect? Yeah, we trying to get that win the record. Yeah, fantasy, yeah, the session, 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 yeah. What up though? What it is, hopefully it's what it should be. Welcome to another episode of Fantasy and the podcast. Today is 11.11. Make a wish, bro. And the boys are back in town. As always, if you're listening to this, make sure you subscribe. Uh, tell a friend to subscribe if they haven't. Go get you a shirt if you haven't. Um, we're trying to get some new shirts out whenever Jabbar wants to show up to work, man. He's one hard, brother. <laughs> like down. back um, down. What else we got going? Check out the rankings at ffnsession.com, um, the new up-to-date rankings. What else we got? That's it. Uh, follow us on Twitter if you haven't already at fantasyinsession dot well at fantasyinsessionnot dot com but you know at Twitter.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Hey, bro, what you wish for?
1: I uh, can't tell you, bro, because it won't come true. Oh damn! I was gonna tell you mine, but I ain't gonna tell you either. Well, okay. I mean, you can tell me if you don't want it to come true.
0: Well, I wish for you to be the champion. <laughs> oh, <laughs> good
1: one, good one. Uh,
0: how you feeling though bro
1: pretty good man kind of kind of stressed you know i'm in school still so starting to starting to come down bro starting to come down all this working shit the semester's coming to an end but you know hey this is the last semester that i will be doing school work during football season so silver lining man just got to finish strong baby Silver
0: lining. Always a silver lining. Silver lining also is week 10. Man, we've made it to week 10. This is the official week where no refunds are in the Black Lives Matter tournament. You know what I'm saying? We made it past here without a COVID shutdown. Uh, Two weeks until the playoffs. Um, Of course, I'm not going to make the playoffs. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Damn. You you might make the playoffs.
1: Um, So what is it? It's it's top three from each division. Right. And then
0: top three from each division and then um, it'll be the 12 highest ranking like scoring wise gotcha, gotcha if you gotcha. already if you part of the rank if you want if you're in because of your record you get like excluded so the next person
1: gets it. yeah gotcha gotcha yeah so i think i'll make it yeah so if i'm top 15 in scoring bro like that, yeah. that's looking pretty good for my chances
0: so that's how many people in total i think it's 12 people in total no uh not.
1: for what it's 12 and then 20, so 24.
0: 24, so it's, 24 people in total, so you got to be in the top 25. You want to be in the top 30, really, to, like, yeah. be, like, eligible. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But, yeah, man, because I, I assume if you're scoring pretty high, you're probably winning. So, yeah, man, well, I'll be on the lookout for that. I'm going to drop the – um the rankings and the standings after this episode. I told everybody I was going to do it. I got a little caught up at work. But anyway, man, we, before we get into the episode, we want to take a special shout out to um, salute all the fallen kings and queens out there, um, especially rest in peace to Mimi. And um, yeah, man, just a moment of silence. And we back and we back. Yes, sir. We back
1: for another one. Another one. Another one. Dang bro. It's already week 10. Like, How did it get? I know, bro. How'd you do in your leagues last week? Oh, shitty. Shit, man. Me too, bro. All my main leagues, pretty much, I lost in Sundays. Marathon, Secret, Legends. I beat Griff. (laughs) Griff. Every single one, bro. That
0: was my highlight, beating Griff.
1: (sighs) Yeah, that was, yeah. Yeah, It's always a highlight to beat Griff because I'm a shit he be talking, but.
0: I'm in this work league and I literally cannot catch a break. Like I'm losing because I'm going against like the highest scoring person every week or like just something crazy. Like my player goes out in the first, um, what's it called? Like the first play, you know what I'm saying? Just something. wild. Yeah. And I, I got, I had the one one pick. So of course I had CMC. He came back last week, put up a 30 burger and, and I still lost. 'Cause I've played against the, the highest scoring person in in the league. That's two weeks in a row. I lost about four points. I'm
1: yeah, asking. man. That's uh I'm starting to think that the one on one, bro, like is kinda like the Madden curse, bro. You know how like the Madden curse is known for whoever's like on that cover is gonna have like a bad year there or they're gonna get injured or something. Yeah. It seems like whoever's drafted at one on one, bro, like save for maybe like Ty Gurley that year, but even him, he got hurt at the end of that year. So he ruined people who had him that was, you know, he was having that second year, you know, second consecutive year of the number one overall quarterback or running back. Mm-hmm. So I'm starting to think like that, bro. like, one, I mean, <laughs> one, like, one, if you got that one on one, bro, don't get the number one running back from the year before, bro. Because nine times out of 10, bro, they're not going to finish number one again.
0: Unless his name is Dalvin Cook, bro. It was good. Dalvin
1: Cook. Yeah, he's a monster, bro. But, you know, same thing with him, bro. Like, I two weeks in a row, he dominated, bro. Two weeks in a row, I lost I I bro. That shit's crazy, bro. How do you lose both games? Yeah, I lost, with I, lost Davin Cook? I
0: lost both games. Now that you think of it, now did you say that? I lost both games that Dalvin Cook put up 200 yards. I lost to Javar, who was 0 and 8.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. But hey, we're gonna keep grinding, we're gonna keep pushing. Hey, we gotta and gonna we're gonna make crazy. it to the dance, baby. Let's I'm go. Crazy. Well, I am, I don't know about you.
0: I'm going there. I'm going to be at somebody's <laughs> I don't know who then I'm going to be there one day. Uh, yeah. But uh, let's get into some of the news and notes since the last time we potted. Uh, today is, what's today as far as day-wise? Wednesday. So today is Wednesday in the week, so we're recording this before Thursday night game. Um, So, yeah, look out for the news and notes. I don't know when the next time we drop an episode. So look out for the news and notes on Twitter uh, regarding Thursday night game as we get closer to the game time. Debo Samuel still sidelined um as far as Wednesday so he didn't practice today. Um let me see. David Johnson did not practice today. Chris Carson um is to be decided on later this week. What do you think the likelihood of Chris Carson playing? I know you thought you said you, you thought he was going to play last week but he didn't. So i think about now. Yeah,
1: that's why that's why I think he definitely will play this week because he was like this is two weeks in a row like he was super close that week Well, it was a game time decision 2 weeks ago. And then it looks like he was close again last week, and he didn't play. So, with that uh, mid foot sprain, the expected time to miss is about two to three weeks. So, I wouldn't. I mean, it wouldn't shock me if he does miss another week, but I am expecting him to be back this week.
0: I forgot all about this guy, but um, Alshon Jeffrey was a full participant in practice.
1: Go away, goddamn! <laughs> ruin the shit. Don't ruin that. Don't ruin Travis Fogan, please.
0: Oh my god! I didn't even think about that. I was just thinking about Jalen Rager. Nah, bro. Oh no, he but better, I'm not
1: too worried about it, man. I'm not. He better not. They already got that chemistry built up, too, man. Like he, of course, he might take a slight dip in targets, oh, he but better. I don't I think. I don't think he's going to targets every week. Yeah, I don't think he's going to. Com- I don't think Jeffrey's going to command a heavy workload. How anymore. fast is
0: he even, bro? Like, what did he even hurt? I don't even know, like, what he hurt. Like, he's always... Like, everything,
1: by the way. He fucking... How long he was out for.
0: It, bring it, babe. Uh, let me see. Um, uh, Broncos had... Jerry Judy didn't practice. 49ers are hoping to have Raheem Mustard back Sunday. But the, uh, the coach already ruled him out. So, wah, wah, wah. See, uh, Seahawks signed running back Bo Scarborough to the practice squad, so they might be preparing for Chris Carson not be there again. I don't know what that means. Um, let me see, Ty Hilton is off the injury list and is going to play Thursday night. Are you interested in Ty Hilton? Nope. Miles Sanders is back at practice. Uh, Devontae Adams and Sterling Shepard were limited at practice. Um, Anthony Lynn has already ruled out Justin Jackson for Sunday.
1: Um, he ruined him out of practice right like he's not going to practice this week but he won't he's play Are you said he won't play
0: he says Justin Jackson will be out for the rest of the week sounds like he won't play Sunday
1: oh, sounds like he won't play Sunday gotcha
0: uh, John Brown isn't practicing today uh, but he was out there dressed for um, uh, like dressed and scratching Joe Mixon is not practicing even after a bye week how do you feel about that that's pretty scary for Joe Mixon only
1: uh yeah, it is kind of concerning because I was expecting him. To, I mean, I'm expecting him to play after the bye because that would be he missed two weeks and then he missed uh and then he had the buy week, so that's three weeks. So he had the same injury as Chris Carson. So I'm I'm I guess we'll pay attention to practice support. If he doesn't practice again tomorrow, then I will be getting a little more worried. But I'm still expecting him to play this week.
0: Keen Drake um, back at practice. Um, that's scared for, uh, how do you feel about that
1: I think he's going to take back over the backfield with the way Chase Evans looked like he didn't look anything better than Keon Drake last week got all
0: the volume too he just did Exactly
1: didn't. exactly
0: Uh Nick Chubb is expected to play on Sunday whoop, whoop. Christian McCaffrey is out on Sunday he came back and dropped a 30 burger and left us I appreciate that bro
1: Yeah he gave y'all one one more for the road man you think he's done for the year? It says he's. Weak I back. think he is. Oh man! Be- that was really Just tough. for the fact that they're not in playoff contention, he's their high. Well, I want to say he's their highest paid player on the roster. So I mean, it he's is an investment.
0: Player almost in the NFL. I'm pretty well and him.
1: yeah, and he's going for a second opinion on whatever they diagnosed him with. So if you're getting a second opinion, that's not good news, bro. Like that means you ain't like the first opinion. And nine times out, of, well, I want to say ten. I've never heard where somebody got an opinion and then went to the second opinion and it was better than the first opinion, you know what I mean? Like, it's usually the same exact opinion. So I'm personally not expecting him to play again this year. So I hope he didn't drop Mike Davis. My
0: God. Ben Roethlisberger and three other Steelers players um, are quarantined as high-risk COVID um, contact as I think Vince McDonald had it. So that's something to look forward to. They don't have it, but they're at high risk. Um, Preston Williams is on the injury reserve after going out on um that injury on the touchdown, right? Yeah, yep. uh, Baker Mayfield is off of the COVID list, so he should play. Cam Newton is dealing with a sore neck. Um, blah, 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 blah. I don't see anything else. Oh, um, this is, I mean, it's not offensive related, but it, it affects fantasy. Cowboys cornerback, rookie cornerback, Trevon Diggs has suffered a fractured bone in his foot and he'll be out four to six weeks. So that Cowboys defense, um, the, the one bright spot in that secondary is gone. So it's gotten even worse. Mm, no, nah, that's about all I got for news. You got anything else? No, sir. Yep. Oh. Damn, Christian McCaffrey. That really sucks.
1: That really, really sucks, bro. Yeah, man. Uh, I got to twenty twenty baby twenty twenty
0: make some trades. I got to figure out some. I got to figure something out in the secret. If you think you' gonna be out for the rest of the year, man. Wow, it? Give me so you can trade me.
1: You <laughs> stupid. <Shut> up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> let's get into. uh Let's get into the. A lot of people here, man. Let's get into the episode week ten part one. Let's get into it. First game of the week. We got Thursday night football. Still no song for him, right? Uh uh-uh. Nope, just here's Fox, here's Amazon. Here's football, guys. Hey, here, <laughs> hey, try to figure out what channel is on tonight, guys. <laughs> you yeah. got NFL Network, or if not, you got to <laughs> go steal it from the internet. But um, we got the Colts at the Tennessee Titans, over-under.
1: Got the Colts coming in as one-point underdogs and 48-and-a-half point over-under.
0: Uh Ryan Tannehill last week makes four out of the last five weeks. He's failed to throw over 30 attempts. Um touchdowns is what always saves him. The Colts um are the are in the top half in passing yards. They've shown to be a great defense. I think you got to sit him in one QB leagues.
1: Who Tannehill? Yeah. Yeah, man. That's that's a very, very tough matchup. So yeah, I agree. The one QB leagues, I would probably look elsewhere.
0: Even in two QB leagues, it's gonna be a rough, it's gonna be a rough day. It's probably better, but I don't know who 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 would be a third quarterback. Dude. Yeah,
1: I mean, with the over under being 48 and a half, that's pretty respectable. That's like what 20, 24 a piece for yeah. them. So I mean if the point's gonna have to come from somewhere. And Tennessee or Indianapolis is also not you no know, slouch against the run. So With them applying this many points, and Phillip Rivers not really, you know, he is what he is, bro. I don't think he's going to take the top off of anybody and have one of those crazy games. So, I mean, two QB leagues, I'm fine with it, but um, I would look elsewhere in one QB leagues. Uh, But I wouldn't mind, like, if you couldn't find anybody in one QB leagues, I wouldn't be opposed to starting him. I don't think he's going to get absolutely shut down. I would be
0: scared of it, though.
1: Yeah. Well, speaking of
0: that running de- uh that running defense, the Colts are only giving up 103 yards on the ground per game. Uh they held Baltimore under 60 yards and they held the run, run uh the Lions running back as a whole under 20 yards and the Bengals under 65 yards. Um, so of course you're gonna roll Derrick Henry out there, but I think he got a your expectations, but he's just such a beast, you
1: never know. Yep, and it's November, you know that when November gets here. And that starts getting colder. It's in the dome. He, though. This is when he, well, yeah, next week. Then, next week, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> damn. No, hold on. At Tennessee, Tennessee got a dome. Oh, I thought
0: it was at the coast. No, no, nah, no. It's
1: at No, nah, It's at uh, Tennessee.
0: Oh, it might be raining. It's gonna be Thursday night, too. It might be raining. It don't matter.
1: It don't matter. So,
0: well, that's good if it's raining. I'd that's like good that. for him. Yeah, exactly. Like him raining. Um, that over under my that line might change because you know it's like a tropical storm coming through. Down. Um. On to the wide receivers, AJ Brown, um, a stud. Of course, he's gonna start him. He's gonna be match up against Xavier Rose. Oh, look, against Xavier Rose though. How do you still feel like he's top twelve play?
1: Yeah, I'm rolling him out there every week. I mean, you're rolling him out no there. the matchup, rolling him out there as a the top twelve play. That's what I was saying. Mm, I haven't done my rankings yet, so I'll see where he ends up and out at. But more than likely, he'll end up like he'll be back in top 12 at least I, I would say
0: Corey davis has a bad matchup uh last week he only got three targets in that matchup he'll be seeing rock young seen graded a 48 and then giving up 66 percent catch rate um so this would be a bounce back game for him i think um three games over 70 yards and he has three touchdowns this year he's the number 16 ranked um Wide receiver when he's not injured. I think it's like two weeks I took out when I looked up the stats. So I think you roll him out there as a solid wide receiver too. Um Joe News. I would say
1: wide receiver three, but <clears throat> I wouldn't. Cause I mean he showed he showed you his floor, so which is a
0: game, but it's like Devontae Parker did last year.
1: I'm yeah, it's, I mean, I'm not I'm not dropping him or I mean I'm I'm still fine with starting him, but I'm not gonna um view him as a wide receiver too until he's a little more consistent. All right, you can't end with zero points, bro. Like,
0: right, that, was, that was, right on the like. That I think hurt. right on like that border right there. Yeah, Jonu Smith. Um, now three out of the last four week has only seen two targets. Um, he caught a touchdown last week, so that saved him. He has a good matchup against Bobby Okariki who's given up a 89% catch rate when targeted. Um, volume is the concern for me. Um, it's, it's a lot like that Mark Andrews situation out in Baltimore. Um, but I think you still got to roll him out there. But I'm just not as confident he's like a low-end tight end one instead of like that top-tier tight end ones that he was at the beginning of the season.
1: Yeah, I mean, the good news is he ran, I want to say like, I think it was 90% of his, he ran um, a route on 90% of his snaps. So mm. It's just like you said, the volume is just not there. But I honestly don't know if it's gonna come this week. I know he does have a good individual matchup, but for the year, Indianapolis is um they their defense is pretty shut down, bro. Yeah, they're allowing the least amount of points to tight ends so far. So at three point seven points. But if you got Jonu
0: on your team, it's not like you can't. What are, What are your other options? You gonna try to get something? You gonna force it? Well, you gonna force something?
1: Yeah, I mean it's just. Just talking about what you should expect from him Oh yeah, you know? yeah.
0: that's why I said like a low end tight end one, like probably like well, just. But and that's tight end too. How we how how I kind of but exactly as, far as one through twelve goes. Um, on to the other side of the ball, Philip Rivers. Last week, man, Lost had just built up all the confidence in him, man. He almost had me saying, "Let's start Philip Rivers," and then he come out there and then he stinks it up. Um. Are you gonna how do you feel about Phillip Rivers this week? You came out here, you said Phillip Rivers had the 20 yard, I mean the 20-point games, all his times in the row, et cetera, et cetera. And then he comes out there and stinks it up. So how do you feel about him now?
1: Uh not in one QB leagues. I'm still starting. I was still wouldn't mind him in a two-QB league. Um you got Tennessee allowing 11th most points to quarterback. So I'm okay with it. But you just got to know that's that is in the possibilities. I mean, Ravens is a tough defense. I guess they were allowing points. I, I guess maybe they were going against mobile quarterbacks or something, but they were allowing points. He just couldn't come through in a good matchup. So he's another good matchup this week. So I would sign him in two QB leagues.
0: Uh, the Titans are only giving up 237 yards through the air, and the addition to Denard King um, showed off last week with the interception. Or Dory Jackson is activated, but I don't think he'll play this week. And so if they get both of them back, I mean, The numbers might not show exactly how good that defense could be. Um, I got him as a sit. Um, Colts running backs, JT did score the touchdown last week, but he only had eight touches and played 31% of the snaps. When Jordan Wilkins, not any better with 13 touches, but he played 33% of the snaps. Naheem Hines, only five touches. Um, Everybody's, it's it's a really 50-50, not 50-50-50, 33-33-33-33,
1: you know what I mean? Yeah. So how do you feel? You said thirty three four times, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, if that's that's tough, bro. Titans um, are
0: giving up one hundred and forty seven yards on the ground per game.
1: I mean, I still think you got to start them as like a like a back end RB two, just because like it's it's more teams on by this week again. So start you not like them, but when you look at our rankings, I, I mean, I don't like them this week, but with the landscape of running backs, he's still going to be in a startable range. So
0: I think you got to say who at this point,
1: what, who would who I start? John- yeah. Jonathan Taylor, okay. because if you saw like he, it took a, it took a fumble for him to like get benched. So he's volatile. You know, that's a possibility. Now if he does fumble again, or, you know, he's just not producing, he can get benched again, but Jonathan Wilkins will still be involved, but I'm still going to va- uh, view Jonathan Taylor over. Uh, wilkins until they actually make that switch um ty hilton is back for the colts do you want to start him
0: nope uh so i don't want to start any other Colts wide receivers either uh trey burton another four target week last week but no touchdown to save him the titans have been bleeding tight uh points to the tight ends um another tight end last week score uh went six catches for 55 yards and a touchdown. With Jimmy G. Uh, I think you can roll Trey Burton out there as a low end, a low end streamer.
1: Yeah, especially with Jack Doyle expecting to miss his game for a concussion. So that you know, you know they've they've been running all three tight ends out there, so that um, you know creates a little more room out there for Trey Burton. So yeah, I'm fine with him.
0: It might be time for Alley Cox
1: to be back, baby. Moalei, Moalei. Anything else? From I that? wouldn't start him though. I wouldn't start him. No,
0: not me. <laughs> yeah. Anything else from that game? Nope. All right, Tampa Bay at the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Tampa Bay coming off of a beating. How do you feel? Yep. About, uh, what's the, oh, the line for Tampa? Tampa?
1: Yeah, Tampa Bay is four and a half point favorites, and it's a 50 and a half point over-under.
0: Ooh, Tom Brady, how do you feel about him coming off of that game last week?
1: So I like Tom Brady to have him down as a start. I know he disappointed the last time they met, but he didn't have A.B. and Godwin missed that game, so he only had Evans out there. And he's also coming off of his probably his worst performance of his career. So I think he's going to be an angry Tom Brady out there. And I think he's going to try to light them up. Um, So I am going to start him. Matchup isn't great either, too. I want to say that, but I'm not really worried about the matchup because of everything I just said. And it's a high over under. So it's going to be point scored. Uh,
0: and not to mention, it was a hurt it was hurricane weather last. Um, what was that Sunday night when they were playing? Even though that didn't affect Drew Brees, obviously, but exactly. it really affected Tom Brady. Man, um, we just seen Patrick Mahomes have a bounce back week. I mean, not a bounce back week, but another Patrick Mahomes god like week against the Carolina Panthers. So it can be done. And I think, um, yeah, man, I think you can roll him out there. You can start him in one QB league.
1: I've never been so disgusted <laughs> with the game before in my life, bro. <laughs> like. Br- Go ahead. Boring games, any type of games, I watch it, bro. But I was so disgusted with that game, bro. I I didn't even watch it at the halftime, bro. I, I couldn't. It, it was, was so, so bad.
0: Because we thought it was going to be such a good game.
1: Exactly. And then, of course, 2020, New York Jets and freaking New England Patriots, where nobody wanted to watch, ended up being a really good game. Like, <laughs> what the fuck is happening, bro?
0: But I'm so addicted to football, I watched both of them. Yeah. I got a problem um tight end i'm not tight end tampa bay running backs how do you feel about uh rojo and linda Fournette? um the panthers are only allowing 109 yards on the ground um linda for i guess he's the pass catcher running back he got six targets and caught all six of them for 41 yards last week um it'll be another rough game on the ground do you feel comfortable starting any of them
1: um, if I had to start one, it would be Rojo, of course this could backfire, but Rojo was the past two games where Fournette got the majority of the touches. Rojo was still the first guy out there. The first game he fumbled or whatever that was, I, like he caught it and didn't fumble. I don't think that was a really a fumble, but anyway, he got bitched for it. <laughs> and then last week he was still the first one out there, but with the game out of hand so quickly and them saying that, you know, them using Fournette as their passing on back he had got more snaps. So if this is a neutral game script and he doesn't freaking mess up or miss a block or anything, bro, he should have a decent game against Carolina. I know they are, they're allowing... what you say? What'd you say about them? They're only allowing 100 yards yeah, on the ground. So they're only allowing that many yards, but they, I'm guessing they're allowing touchdowns still because they're allowing the fifth most points, half PPR points to running back. So as long as he doesn't screw up, bro, I think Roger can at least provide like... Back in at the worst RB two numbers. Yeah,
0: you say no Leonard Fournette.
1: Not unless you're expecting this game to be out of hand, or if you just think Rojo's going to get um, benched again. Because I, I just don't think the process should tell you to play Fournette. Like if you you know have other options.
0: I think Leonard Fournette started the game last week, right? No, nah, Rojo was the first one out, okay, there, both first one out there both yeah. weeks. Both yeah. All right. Uh, the wide receiver situation. Um, Chris Godwin, in his first game back from the injury, got six targets. Antonio Brown got five, and another quiet week for Mike Evans. Like I said, once he, I mean, he still got he caught four for sixty four, but I mean, up against the Sean Lattimore, and Sean Lattimore trolled him on Twitter, told him to try
1: again next year. Was better luck next year. So
0: how, which do you, how do you feel about these three wide receivers
1: now? How will you be ranking them going into the week? um until ab gets up to speed i still think he's last right now because uh they all they all pretty much ran the same amount of routes and they all have played i think uh i want to say antonio brown played the least amount of snaps so like 79 percent of the snaps so they all were out there a lot so this is like a, it's probably gonna take a week or two more for him to get acclimated so i'm gonna rank them Godwin, evans and ab and i think i will start any of them if i have any of them on roster i'm starting them.
0: Mm-hmm. Um I was saying start Antonio Brown over Amari Cooper last week. Do you, do you feel like start Um is that a bad start?
1: Would you do it last week? Yeah. Well talk, well, last you can't week. start him this week because uh Cooper's on by, but um last I mean, yeah, I probably would have did that too, just because of we didn't know what we were gonna get with the Cowboys. We didn't expect them to be competitive with getting their quarterback, bro. Exactly. Who would have seen that? Trust company? the process, live with the results.
0: Um Gronk, I saw six targets last week. It didn't produce anything. Um, the volume is still there, so I still feel great about the rolling him out there. He's going up against Shaq Thompson, uh, who's giving up an 82% catch rate. Uh doo-doo-doo. I think that's it from that game, right?
1: Yeah, uh, the, of the ball. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, but just to chime in on that, definitely Gronk's smash play this week. Um, over the last four weeks, he's the tight end number three. So mm-hmm. must start now.
0: Who's the tight end number one? Travis Kelsey? You know. You already know. Come on now. And the title number two would be TJ
1: Hawkinson? Over the last four weeks, I want to say it's Hawkinson. Yeah, he's been Woo. really good this year, I bro. Just that bitch,
0: dude. I didn't even know it. Yeah. Um, let me see. But y'all laughed at me when I drafted him.
1: Sorry, bro. Sheesh. I never let y'all live
0: that down. that's <laughs> like,
1: I'll never let you live down you not trusting Patrick Mahomes to be a stud in this league, bro. That is crazy.
0: Uh, Teddy Two Gloves threw for 300 yards last week against a good Chief mm-hmm. defense. Um, he's now up against another good Buccaneer defense who's given up 256 yards in the air per game. Uh, the first game they played, um, they held him under 10 fantasy points, but that was in week two. Uh, Teddy Two Gloves has been looking good lately, man. How do you feel about him?
1: Um, I don't, I have him down as a sit this week. Um, he's only posted 20 plus in one of his last four games. And that was the game against Mahomes, homes where, you know, they had to, they had to, uh, keep throwing cause no lead is safe with them. So outside of super flex leagues, I am going to look for other options. Um, Tampa Bay's still allowing the seventh fewest points to quarterbacks and, and he's the 20th quarterback. 20th quarterback in points per game since week six. So I'm looking for the other, other options.
0: Uh, well, I wrote this with CMC being in because I was just hoping. But either way, Mike Davis, you still start him as if he's CMC, but it'll be a tough game for Mike Davis. Uh, I was hoping CMC would be in because I feel like he would have had a better a better chance against the, the a rough Buccaneers defense that are only giving up 92 yards on the ground per game. Um, <clears throat> But you still rolling Mike
1: Davis out there, right? Yeah, just volume. He's going to get the volume enough to not hurt you.
0: Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore both had big target games the first time they played. Um, Moore called eight for 120, and Robbie called nine for 109. Um, They haven't been the same since. Um, Robbie Anderson hasn't scored a touchdown since week one. Um, He has an okay matchup against Carlton Davis. I think DJ Moore has the better matchup against Jamel Dean, though. But... I feel like you can't really trust DJ Moore as you could once trust him, man. How do you feel about this wide receiver situation?
1: Yeah, I'm way more confident in Robbie. Um, as far as matchup goes, I think they're pretty much about the same. Um, Carlton Davis, who will see mostly Robbie, he's allowing the 10th fewest yards per route cover and DJ Moore, who will see Jamel Dean is allowing, or Jamel Dean, who will be matched up on DJ Moore is allowing the ninth fewest yards per route cover. So as far as yards, like they're pretty much allowing the same amount. But Robbie's getting the most targets more, you know, between the two. He's averaging nine targets a game. So I will feel more comfortable starting him. DJ Moore, I'm not as confident in it. But like you said, he did go off against them the second week, which is kind of weird. So I'm still going to start him if I have to. But I'm not as confident in him as I am, Robbie. Three targets last week for DJ Moore. Yeah, that shit's weird, bro. Curtis, I think over the last two weeks, he's only had nine. So I guess he had six the week before. He's only had nine combined targets over the last two weeks. Curtis Close.
0: Samuel, however, has been playing. Um, lights out. I think I put something on Twitter. Let me see if I got it on my notes. Uh, he's the number seven, um, PPR and half. Uh, I mean, wide receiver and half PPR leads over the last three weeks. Um, yep. I guess we was wrong with CMC, uh, CMC being there. I thought he would be irrelevant, but he just did nothing but catch nine mm-hmm. for um, 105 and carried for 13 yards. <laughs> you know, and yeah, they're nice. using him.
1: They're using him to perfection right now, bro.
0: CMC being out, um, I only think that signs for um, even more green light for him. So I think you can roll with Curtis Samuel out there with confidence if you got him on your team. It's finally Curtis, Curtis Samuel's season. Yes, sir. Um, that's the last thing I want to start from that team. Uh, yep, I believe that is it. On to the next game, Houston are at the Cleveland Browns, over under.
1: Um, I do not have. To, I think because I did my notes when um before they actually pulled Baker Mayfield off of the COVID list. So whenever they are in, sh- they don't know who's going to start at quarterback. They don't give you a line because they have to like you know evaluate that type of shit. So none of that shit. Just uh, we're just gonna. <laughs> Do I, you know about what we researched.
0: All right man, Deshaun Watson um missed his fifth game throwing 300 yards just by 19. He did however rush for 10 um rushed 10 times for 50 yards last week. Uh, that was his highest rushing total of, of on the year. Houston had I mean Cleveland has the top four passing defense only giving up 196 yards per game. Um to score against them it takes a lot of attempts. Dak threw for 58 times. That threw the ball 58 times for 472 yards. Joe Burrow threw the ball 47 times one time and 61 times the next time just to have a good game. And Lamar Jackson had to run for 45 yards to throw three touchdowns. So it's going to be, of course, he's going to start with Sean Watson, but I think he got to temper your expectations and hope he gets some uh, rushing yards in.
1: Uh, I ain't tipping shit, to be honest, bro. <laughs> I know the matchup is saying that, bro, but he's been playing lights out lately, bro. Yeah, I'm just saying. Lights, lights, lights out.
0: And the Cleveland Browns are coming off of bye week, so they've been preparing for Deshaun Watson for two weeks now. So all the signs are pointing for whatever this line is, I would I like to know whatever the next episode is. Um, yeah.
1: will fuller see if they updated it.
0: Will Fuller um, has produced – he produced in a smash spot last week. Caught five for a hundred yards and a touchdown. Has an okay matchup against Terrence Mitchell, but could also see some uh, Denzel Ward. So you should temper your expectations on uh, Will Fuller, but I think you got to keep rolling them out there just off volume alone.
1: Um, yeah, I agree.
0: Brandon Cooks three now three straight weeks with nine targets. Uh, he only caught three of them last week. We got an eighty three yard, um, eighty three yards, and he caught one long touchdown pass. I'm not sure how long that touchdown was. Um, he also has a tough matchup because he'll see some Denzel Ward or Terrence Mitchell, one or the other. Um, but I think with nine targets every week, man, you got to roll him out there too.
1: Facts. And just uh, real quick, the Texans are three-point underdogs and it is a 49-point over-under. So that's a pretty much a neutral um, line right there. They always, they usually give the home team three points because they have, you know, the home field advantage. They account to account for that. So with it being pretty much a neutral over-under and it being 49 points, it should be a pretty good game yeah i like it
0: um randall cobb uh with the tight ends being back they got um what what what's his name jordan atkins being back the tight ends got seven targets last week i think that ate into the randall cobb uh workload that was supposed to see last week he has an okay matchup against kevin johnson but i don't think you can feel comfortable rolling them out there there is nothing more than like a wide receiver five at this point you just gotta um Temper your expectations now with Jordan Atkins back out there because he had a smash matchup last week and he didn't produce. So I don't expect him to produce against this rough defense. I agree. The tight ends. Cleveland has allowed 88 yards to the tight end position over 13 targets. And that's over the last three weeks. So um, they're pretty great against tight ends. So I want to sit them, both of them, whichever one, whoever you wanted to start Jordan Atkins or the other. Um, on the other side of the ball, we got Baker Mayfield going up against the sixth worst, worst passing defense in the league. They're giving up 280 yards per game. Uh, Jake Luton, the rookie, in um, his first matchup ever in the NFL, just put up 300 yards on him. Baker is coming off of the covid Wait,
1: logo. wait.
0: Bro, you remember my theory last week? We're going to talk about it when we get to we got to, We got that
1: okay. game. All right, all right because <laughs> i was go, waiting yeah we got that game we got that game all right, all right go ahead
0: baker baker just coming off of the covid list and um i think he was hurt right or something like that uh
1: yeah he had that uh the rib injury yeah, something. yeah so i'm pretty mm-hmm. sure the COVID didn't help with that um so i don't know man. i don't think he had covid though. i think he was just one of those a lot of people that be on that covid list is just because they're in contact with the person who actually did get covid because oh, okay. I think if you actually test positive for COVID and it's actually COVID, it's not a false positive, then you got to sit out at least two weeks. Oh, damn. Uh, but
0: Baker Mayfield, regardless, has has had only one game over 15 points, and that's when he had that five-touchdown performance. So I don't think he can feel comfortable throwing Baker Mayfield out there. Baker Mayfield or Ryan Tannehill?
1: Um, Tannehill. On a Thursday night? He just – I mean, I feel more – confident and comfortable starting Tannehill over Baker, just for what you said. Like, it's he's only put up, went up over 15 points one time and that was when he had the most efficient day of his career, it seemed like. Yeah.
0: Well, his first year he was, like, the most efficient rookie quarterback in the league, but I don't know what happens then.
1: Yeah, that was, like, a long time ago. I forgot about that. <laughs> that, that form of Baker is out of my mind now. I only know the bum Baker. <laughs> Bumming, bumming bum fantasy, not in real life. Not in real life,
0: Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Um, coming off of the bye week, Nick Chubb is expected to be back. Like I mentioned, um, Houston is giving up only 87 yards on the ground per game, but that could be because of just people are killing them in the air. But, um, James Robinson did have a 99 yard game on the ground against them last week, and Jamal Washington, Jamal Williams, I don't know why, I'm reading his name and I still said Washington. (laughs) Jamal Jamal Williams came out and had 109 overall yard performance against him, so the running backs are still having good games against him, um, even though the numbers don't particularly say it. Of course, I think if Chubb is out there, you gotta roll him out there as an RB1, but now that um, Chubb is back, how do you feel about
1: Kareem Hunt? That's what the people want to know. I feel... Actually, I, I, I mean, I'm. I think I feel better when him with him back. It seems I haven't looked at the splits yet, but it really does seem like he was playing better with Nick Chubb in the lineup. Mm-hmm. I know he does have the capability to like handle the full workload, but it seemed like he was just running harder. He was had fresher legs when Chubb was able to, um, you know, beat down the defense and then c- Hunt come in for cleanup when the defense is all tired and shit. Mm-hmm. And then he, you know, he of course he's still still going to be used in the passing game, so. I mean, if anything, I think it's just a, it, it just balanced out. Like, I don't think he's going to get worse or better. Well, I, I, it's a possibility he gets better, but I don't think he's going to get worse.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Jarvis Landry, uh, I think with OBJ being gone, he's back to being Baker's favorite target. Uh, 11 targets um, in the week last week when Baker Mayfield, well, not last week because they had to buy, but last week they played because uh, OBJ was out, of course. Um he has a good matchup against Eric Murray, who's graded as a 61 by PFF and giving up a 77% catch rate. I think you can roll drivers Landry out there with confident. Um Yeah. Rashad Higgins in the week where OBJ went out everybody was expecting him to have a big game. He only had three targets. Um he goes up against um Philip Gaines who's had uh 59 Who's great at fifty nine yep. and sixty five percent catch rate, but I want to say one thing about that game. It was one of those bad weather games, um, so that could have had a lot, a lot of, to do why Rashad Higgins wasn't targeted as as much. I think you could roll him out there as one of those low end wide receiver threes, and I wouldn't be surprised if he finished in the wide receiver two um, tier or bracket, whatever you want to call that space.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm not rolling him out there. I wouldn't. Be I can't do it. Maybe it did, mean, You can't, you, you can't, can, yeah.
0: But I'm just for the matchup, and I think a lot of people are not going to be on him just because he had the three targets last week, but Baker Mayfield has showed that he likes to throw to him. So I, I don't think that's going to be a, a foregoing thing if he's the only other wide receiver out there, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, but I just look at it as Jarvis Landry's number one, and then Hooper's coming back, and he was way more involved before he went out. So I think he's going to slide yeah, back into that know? number one, huh? We're off an of injury, though. He is, but I mean, he's, he's had enough time to recover. So I think he's going to be the second guy. Then it's going to be between Higgins and Kareem Hunt, I feel like, in terms of like the third, who gets the most targets out of them. So, and then that's not a high volume passing offense either. So, with him possibly being the fourth in line in, you know, volume in targets, I think I'm going to look elsewhere. But like you said, it matchup is good. So, in DFS maybe or in deeper leagues, then you could probably get away with starting them.
0: Uh, You already talked about Austin Hooper. He's coming off of um, a two-week injury. Um, He was looking good before he went out, like you said, but I don't know if I can trust Baker enough with the volume. That would be my only thing about the Austin Hooper, and he's coming off an injury. I'm more of a wait and see with Austin Hooper. I'm pretty sure he'll have a good week, and if that's your only option, but you probably have another option because you had to pivot for now two weeks in a row. So if that pivot is, you know what I'm saying, In an okay matchup, I wouldn't force Austin Hooper out there. Uh, On to the next game. We got the Washington football team. I always want to say Redskins. The Washington football team at the Detroit Lions. They got the line for them.
1: Same thing applies to them with uh, Stafford not being, um, you know, he went out with a concussion, so they don't know if he's going to start, so they don't have the splits up yet. Yeah, okay.
0: Uh, Alex, Alex Smith is the starting quarterback with um Allen, with Cal Allen going out with messing up his ankle. Man, that was a sick injury. Did you see it? Nope. Oh, you want to see it? Nope. Oh, man, his ankle was going one way that, that it wasn't supposed to go. Um, Damn, bro,
1: that's tragic.
0: Yeah, man. Alex Smith came in and threw three picks last week. Um, he's going up against the Lions passing defense, who's given up 257 yards through the air. How do you feel about Alex Smith?
1: don't like Alex Smith. Um, I think he's just going to be more of a, just nothing more than a game manager. I don't think he just has, has that in him. And well, he was always known as a game manager. So with him having only 75% of one of his legs, bro, I just don't see them, like him sitting in a pocket and airing it out like that. So I do not like Alex Smith. Even at two key leagues, I'm not starting him.
0: Antonio Gibson, I agree. Antonio Gibson, last week, he only had nine touches for 55 yards, but he did have a touchdown. The Lions are only giving up 101 yards on the ground, but they did j- just let Dalvin Cook get uh, run crazy for 200. And the, Washington, and, and the Indianapolis Colts trio for 119 yards and three touchdowns. So how do you feel about Antonio
1: Gibson this week? Um, I like, I think he's, he can be rolled out there as a RB two. the thing with him, though, he's always going to have a little bit of volatility with him because I want to say he only played like he's only played like one third down snap all year or something like that. Um, and
0: crazy,
1: Yeah. So, so if they, if they're, um, trailing in a game and they're playing catch up, he's not going to get, he's not going to be out there a lot, but with them playing Detroit, I don't think that. Detroit's going to pull away for them like that because Detroit or uh, Washington actually has a good defense this year. Um, So, yeah, but that is the case. And then you add the fact, well, he's not out there on third down because PFF has him graded as a 19 in pass blocking. So Mm -hmm. I don't think that's going to change at all if they, you know, if they're down in games. I think that is going to be McKissick, especially with Alex Smith starting now, bro, because he needs the ultimate protection, bro. He cannot. You know, what I mean he can't be you can't be giving up sacks to with Alex Smith, bro. Cause I don't know about you, but I'm still nervous about that late, bro. That shit didn't mm-hmm. look good during in that documentary. So um, but yeah, um, I'm expecting game script to be more even this week. So I don't think he'll they'll fall behind enough for him to get game scripted out. So I'm starting him as RB2.
0: Until you do right by uh Dwayne Haskins.
1: Exactly, bro. It's, it's ridiculous. JD I understand it. I understand it from a team perspective, bro. Like if you're not, if you're not a team player, bro, you're not like committed to this shit, bro. Like, I, I understand that would be annoying too if I was a coach. Oh, that is true. I wasn't really thinking about that. I'm just thinking
0: in general. They didn't give my boy a shot. Uh, yeah. J.D. McKissick, however, has 14 target last week. He caught nine of them for 65 yards. Instead, he had 17 yards on the ground. He had 14 targets.
1: That shit's crazy.
0: That's wild. Uh, He's
1: averaging 10 opportunities a game
0: yeah he's second in targets among running backs um during the last five weeks um and he numbered and he's in the top 30 in half PPR leagues um, i think you can feel confident rolling them out there now man
1: yeah he's well him averaging 10 opportunities a game i think that's enough to return flex value yeah at least no matter what the game script is
0: low rb3 value with some upside if he's gonna get um, about 14 um 14 targets. Uh, Terry McLaurin last week, um, now two weeks in a row that he got into the end zone. Uh, the volume, vi- the volume has always been there. The touchdowns, what's been missing has another great matchup against Desmond Trafant, but, um, Alex Smith being his quarterback kind of scares me. How do you, what are you rolling them out there as this week?
1: Um, I mean, I wouldn't put them below 15 like i said i haven't done my rankings yet but he's probably gonna he's probably gonna be a wide receiver one borderline at at the least i feel like because he's showing us week in and week out that he's qb proof bro like he's he's getting the volume and he's actually very very good so i think i'm i'm confident very
0: good logan thomas another six target week last week um just still not producing um he has an okay matchup this week but do you feel comfortable rolling him out there
1: I don't. I think he's just a touchdown or bust option. Um, he's only scored double digits when in the games that he does find the end zone. So that could happen this week. Um, Detroit is middle of the road against tight ends, but I'm not going to chase touchdowns.
0: Matt Stafford on the other side of the ball has clear concussion protocol and the COVID list last week. So that's, you know what I'm saying? He's coming off a of back to back. Um, he did have a a bad game last week, even before he went out with the concussion protocol and he's going up against the Washington Redskins. who have a pretty good, uh, passing defense, only giving up 214 yards on the ground with Kenny G still out. How do you feel about Matthew
1: Stafford? Um, I have him down as a sit. Um, I just don't think his ceiling is there this year. I don't know what it is, but he's He's only hit over. Yeah, that could be it, but he's only hit scored over 20 points twice this year and like you said washington is no slouch on defense they're allowing the 13th fewest points to quarterbacks and kenny g which is what you also just said is not expected to play this week so i'm going to look for other options this week the line is
0: running back situation which one do you, do you feel comfortable now
1: definitely swift um i know he is stuck in a ugly three-way timeshare the that's something we don't want to see as fantasy managers. But he is still the RB4 since their week six bye. Matchup is a little tough with um Washington allowing the 12th fewest points to running backs. But if you have Swift, you probably don't have too many other best. Like, you don't have three other best options, three other better options than him. So I'm going to view him as a RB2. Mm-hmm, me too.
0: Marvin Jones, uh, we expected him to show up big last week with Kenny out. He only had four targets. Do you feel comfortable throwing him back out there?
1: Do not, I do not feel comfortable because, like you said, without Kenny G, he still didn't get the volume. He didn't, um, he hasn't seen double digit targets at all this year. And I believe Kenny G missed like three or four games, I want to say. So he's, yeah, he saved you with that touchdown last week, and he'll need that to save you again this week. But Washington is shockingly allowing the least amount of points to wide receivers this year. So I'm not. Not looking to start him this week. All those first-round
0: draft picks, man. How do you feel about Damian Amendola, though? He had 10 targets last week, caught 7 of them for 77 yards. He has a a good matchup against Jimmy Moreland, uh, graded as a 55 by PFF, and giving up a 71% catch rate. I feel kind of confident rolling out um Andy, Andy I mean, I can't say his name. You say his name. Dan Danny Amendola. Amendola.
1: Yeah, he's like kind of like that Cole Beasley type player that, you know, you can roll out there on bye weeks and stuff like that and just get like a floor play. You know what he is. You know, he's not going to hurt you or anything. So if you just need like a floor play or, you know, yeah, because you have like bi-week receivers or injuries at the receiver position, then I'm fine with him.
0: Uh, T.J. Hawkinson, we talked about him earlier. He's the number three tight end in fantasy all year. I think the number two over the last – how many other weeks, he said? Four weeks. Four weeks. Um, he's benefited a lot from Kenny G.B. And now he had eight targets last week. He's, I mean, he's just getting the volume, and he's getting the volume in the red zone. That's what you want to see. You're not getting yeah, – he, he only yeah,
1: has – uh, I'm sorry. Um, but, yeah, like you said, the targets, he, see, that was a season high the last two weeks. So, you had Galladay go out early in that last game or the week before last, and then he wasn't playing last week. So, he is definitely benefiting with no Galladay. He is the
0: man. And I drafted him with my last overall pick. Um, Jacksonville Jaguars at the Green Bay Packers, uh, line.
1: Oh, sorry. I just got a stupid trade offer, bro. Somebody sent me wants to give me Tyler Eifert and Jack Doyle for Chris Herndon. Like, bro, that's the what ugliest is? offer I've ever seen in my life, bro. What, is he, what, <laughs> what the fuck? Is he you just trying to get rid of some players or something? I guess just he's just, just trying to free him, up a roster man. spot. Huh? Just drop them. You can't even start bro. none of three. no, th- <laughs> bro. What, like, get out of my face, bro. Like, I you know, you get excited when you get that notification that somebody proposed a trade to you, bro. You see this shit? I'm like, bro. Climb, decline, decline, point. decline, decline, decline. All right. I don't even want to go? think
0: about that. Antonio exactly. Gibson is held out of practice. I just got the alert for that. He didn't practice today.
1: Yep. So we got to pay attention to that. See if um if they keep him out multiple days or if it's just like a rest day. But on to the Jacksonville and Green Bay, Green Bay game. Jacksonville is 13 and a half point underdogs, and it's a fifty one and a half point over under.
0: Um uh Aaron Rodgers in a, in a in a smash play. Of course, he's gonna play him. Discount, double check it. Um, Aaron Jones, he has 78 yards all purpose last week in limited work, of course, uh, quote unquote. I put limited work in quotes. Um, Jags are giving up only 98 yards on the ground. That's because everybody is terrorizing him through the air. But I think you can roll him out there, man. If he gets 78 yards in limited work, imagine when he gets the full workload this week. Um, Devontae Adams, the GOAT, he is the number one wide receiver in fantasy um, through. A, if you take out the weeks when he was hurt I think he's like the number three in the weeks if you put the weeks in when he was hurt so he's still a beast and he's getting the touchdowns to match it this year or well, he's always getting the touchdowns but he's just a, he's one of, he's the best wide receiver in the league Javar tried to send me a trade offer from this week I said bro he's not for trade
1: yeah bro that shit's crazy like when you know the, the topic of fantasy for a long time has been how idiot how much of idiots they are for not drafting a receiver and it's crazy Receiver loaded draft, but uh, while everybody was like talking shit and complaining, all the Devontae Adams owner was looking like, Hey, hey cool with me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> about to have the Jeez. best of the year.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, speaking of the other Packers wide receivers, uh, Robert Twain had one target last week, MVS had four, he caught the two touchdowns. I think Alan Lazard might play this week, so it's looking like a Russian roulette out there. I don't want to start any of those guys.
1: Um yeah, probably, I wouldn't start Lazard in his first game back, but once he gets up to speed, I think it's no rush or let. Like he was the second option when he was healthy out there. Like he was averaging double digit points, I want to say. So, whenever I wouldn't start him in his first game back, but going forward, I think he does you know fit into that slide into that wide receiver two role. Yeah. On the next
0: on the next week's episode, we're gonna get into like the playoff matchups too. So just like so we can get some look ahead games uh, or like for players too. You know what I mean? I think. Uh-huh. Everybody uh, by next week either you have seven, lo- you might have seven losses by next week. So we can officially start looking forward to the playoffs. I think. Yep. Uh, Jake Luton in the, in the first um, his first game last week. Go ahead and go ahead and go ahead. All right.
1: So my theory was that when these quarterbacks come in and the defense don't know anything about them, they typically perform better than expected. But what I didn't, what I failed to realize last week was that Danucci actually got some snaps the week before the game, you know, the week before he started. So even though it wasn't a lot of tape, they still had something to, you know, go off of. But last week, Jake Luton, they had no tape on him, and Garrett Gilbert, the fourth-string quarterback for the Cowboys, they had no tape on him, and they both looked way better than expected. So maybe that theory does have some weight to it. <laughs>
0: The Packers are giving up uh, 269 yards through the air. I still don't feel comfortable starting him because now they do have tape on him. So exactly. how do you feel about Jake? <laughs> so not, we're not starting him, right? Nope. Uh, James Robinson is the every week start. Of course, he's the number four um, running back in half PPR leagues. He's the waiver waiver wire steal of the year um easily uh dj shark um in his best week of the year last week he had um a big 73 yard play catch Uh, he ended up the the day with 146 yards and a touchdown uh jazir alexander is still out right now with um in the concussion protocol so he should be lined up for a good play especially if jazir alexander doesn't play i'm very confident in dj shark i like to see him quarterback proof
1: yeah definitely
0: uh Leviska should know. is still looking like he's gonna be held out, and that would be the only other like pass catching option that I would want to play for the um Jaguars. Even though Tyler Eifert yep. did see five targets last week, I still don't feel comfortable starting him. Me either, man. Um is, he, is that what, you said to say he just tried to trade you him, right?
1: Yeah. Weirdo. I almost um, threw up when I saw that name. So
0: <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles are at the Giants. Um, you got a line for them?
1: Yes, Philly is 3.5-point favorites, and it's a 44.5-point over-under.
0: low-scoring game. Carson Wentz is coming in as the number 14 QB in half um, – well, I guess all fantasy leagues. Yeah. Um, But for some reason, people, you know what I'm saying, they're pretty down on Carson Wentz this year. I guess he's stinking it up in real life. I don't really care about the Eagles in real life, so I don't really feel he it. He
1: stunk it up in, in fantasy life last, last week, week, too, though, against the Cowboys. Week, they did. So um, like, although you still will start him, he's volatile. I don't think he's volatile. He's only had three games under seventeen points. Um, but When you where you have the capability to score ten points against one of the worst defenses in the league, bro, and it wasn't it was a bad. He week. was just making dumb dumb mistakes, bro. Like he was like staying in the pocket too long. Like he's trying to do too much, bro. So I think I mean, like just- I said, I'll I'll still start him, but he's volatile, bro, to me.
0: I think the the use of his legs have has um has stabilized his volatility. Ooh, big words, big words. Um, he's playing the Giants where he um in week seven they just played. He threw for three hundred and fifty nine yards against him and two touchdowns. and ran for um a touchdown and had fourteen yards on the ground. So that's a, he's already seen him. So he's already seen what what he's done against his defense. So that's another reason why I like him. I still have him in that QB one range this week. Me personally,
1: I tell you.
0: Uh, Miles Sanders, like we mentioned, he's back at practice, so he's expected to be starting. um You're going to roll him out there. The Giants are only giving up 106 yards um on the ground, but Boston Scott had 92 all-purpose yards and a touchdown when they played uh, in Week Seven. So you want to start Miles Sanders, of course. Start your studs. We talked about it a little bit ear- earlier, man. Travis Fulgham, you still rolling him out there?
1: Yes, sir. Um, he is expected to see a shadow from James Bradberry. So, why he um, well, I guess James Bradbury is like a average corner, he's great as a 73. So, um, he might get a slight downgrade, but he's still a must start to me at this point. So, if you count if you look at weeks four through eight, that's when he got his first start. Week four had a bye last week, so I didn't include last week's stats because he didn't play, but um, he's averaging 8.4 targets, 87 yards, almost a touchdown a game. Three red zone targets and one point four end zone target. More than one one f- point four end zone target. So the average is you want to see your, your receiver get at least one a game, but that doesn't even happen. So, but him getting more than one a game is great news for him, bro. Like you see, he's scoring all these touchdowns, bro. That and most of it because he's getting targeted in the end zone, and he's the wide receiver one in that span, bro. So he is be- starting to become a stud, bro. So mm-hmm. I think he's a must start, man.
0: He's seen at least 70-plus yards in every game he played this this year, except the, the one game where he, like, came in in the middle of the game and he got three targets for 57 yards and
1: a touchdown. Yeah, he's a beast, bro. Like, if you, even when you watch him, like, if you can look at the data and see that he's beasting, bro, but even when you look at the tape, bro, like, he runs great routes. Like, he snags the ball out of the air, bro. He's a big-body receiver, too, bro, so he can body up and shit, bro. Like, he's a beast, bro.
0: Jalen Rager seen six targets um, in his return from injury last week. I still don't feel comfortable starting him. He be, he has a good matchup against Isaac Isaac Yadam. I don't know. He's great at y- He's great yadam. as <laughs> overall <laughs> by PFF. Um, I, I would like to see what he does this week in in a good in a good matchup before I feel comfortable rolling him out there, Except, especially with Alshon Jeffrey coming back. Yeah,
1: and, I mean, I'm okay with him as a wide receiver three. I got him as a four. Just because, like like you said, he got six targets in his first game back, and then they're coming off of a bye week, too, so that's more time for him to get acclimated and everything. And then, so the matchup is good, more time to heal from the injury, more time to get acclimated, and New York Giants is allowing the 11th most points to receivers. So I don't, I don't think he'll hurt you if you roll him out there.
0: What you didn't mention was
1: Dallas Goddard though. though. Um, he was out there the, the last, when he played, though.
0: Yeah. I mean, he only got one target. I don't see that happening again, though. The weather was ugly that game. Um, We saw last time they played, um, Richard Rogers had eight targets for 85 yards. So I think Dallas Goddard is going to be back in Dallas Goddard um, territory this week. Yeah, I'm definitely rolling out Goddard uh daniel jones the eagles are only giving up 211 yards in the uh through the air this is six mo- six less in the nfl and i and I just don't like daniel jones the se- that, yeah, that, bro. That, the 70 yard run play saved his game last time but he's he's trash
1: and that was the only thing he did all year so he's only scored 20 points once this year and that was that game mm-hmm. and then he got he could have had an even bigger game but he got to by about a turf monster
0: you got to tackle by himself. Wayne Goldman has been an okay running back. Um, Phillies is giving up 118 yards on the ground per game. I think you can roll him out there as a running back three just in this like well, I don't know. They're talking about Devonta Freeman might play. Would you whoever, whoever's the running back, I think you might be able to roll him out there um as a flex play just because of the running back landscape if you need one.
1: I would probably if if uh Freeman plays, I don't want to start any of them. But Gallman, man, he's looked like the best running back out there that's not named Saquon Barkley, bro. Like, he's – I don't know. I don't know why they are just keep refusing to give him the workload when, you know, instead of, like, going on signing people off the street and bringing Alfred Morris up from freaking the practice squad. That shit's so weird. He
0: might get it this week because Deion Lewis is out, I believe.
1: For real. Yeah, well, I mean, he had they had two opportunities to do it, and they they haven't done it, so I'm not really expecting them to do it.
0: Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton. Slayton only saw one target last week, where Danny um threw 30 times. Um, Slayton does have an okay matchup against Avant, Avant Maddox, who's a 47 graded by PFF. Uh, Sterling Shepard, however, still saw eight targets. Um, I think I only feel comfortable starting Sterling Shepard now.
1: Yep he um Slayton has his targets have dipped since Shepard returned he's he was averaging seven targets a game weeks one through six only four targets a game week seven through nine when Shepard came back So like you said he does get a good matchup but four targets a game bro I'm not I, that's you can't do nothing with that bro you can but it's gonna be risky so I agree um sit Slayton start Shepard
0: uh evan ingram three weeks now in a row with nine targets um, at least 40 yards in all three of those weeks he's finally got his touchdown last week um he saw nine targets against the eagles last time they played uh they, that was week seven i think you feel comfortable starting evan ingram finally
1: yes i agree um did you say what they're allowing to tight ends nope they're allowing the fourth most points to tight ends so that's a good sign um you mentioned the volume over the last three weeks, 9.6 targets. And, yeah, like lately he's been way more involved. Weeks one through six, he was the tight end number 21, averaging 5.8 points per game. Week seven through nine, tight end number three, averaging 10.2 points per game. So solid tight end one option this week for him. Finally.
0: Thanks, Jared. Um, Joshua Garrett for freeing him uh where we had on to the next game buffalo at the arizona cardinals uh whoo
1: like, this gonna be a good one right here Not gonna wood because that's what he said about tampa bay and new orleans but would not i'm hoping it's gonna be good one, Um, we have buffalo coming in as one point underdogs which is weird hmm. i guess because they're on the road and 56 point over under let's go
0: uh Kyler murray of course is a smash play um they didn't give up a lot of yards. Well, they gave Russell, Russell, Russell Wilson his pretty much his worst game of his, the season. Uh, he had three turnovers last week. But Kyler Murray did rush for 106 yards last week and a touchdown. He's now rushed for a touchdown in every game this year except one. Uh, but that was just me talking about Kyler Murray. Of course, he's going to start him. Um, with Chase Edmond, I mean, with Keon Drake being um, practicing this week, how do you feel about the running back situation out there?
1: Um, yeah, that is actually a very good question because we just don't know even if King Drake plays, if he will get inserted back into that starting lineup. I'm expecting him to because, um, like I said, Chase Edmonds didn't really run away with that job and his opportunity, but we still don't know. So if I don't know if he if King Drake's active, I think I would go ahead and start him as like a flex play bottom Back in RB2, and I would probably sit Chase Edmonds hmm. and watch
0: it. Edmonds gonna have a good game just because he,
1: yeah, he might. He might. He just, we just don't know how it's gonna play out when he's back there now.
0: Maybe he just needs Cam Drake in the backfield to play better. Maybe, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, only saw three targets last week when uh, when he was matched up against Xavier and Howard. Uh, that was pretty bad. Um, he'll see another bad matchup this week against Tredavious White. Um, but you still have to roll him out there. I think he got two interceptions on Russell West, Russell Wilson last week. Um, you just had to start him, but you temper your expectations. I don't, I don't see another three target game. Jesus,
1: yeah, that shit was weird. He crushed a lot of people
0: last week. Um, Christian Kirk, however, five touchdowns now in the last three weeks where he's played, um, and now eight in an eight-target week back to in back-to-back week. Um, he'll be matched up against Levi Wallace, who's graded as a 65. Mm, I think you can feel finally comfortable just rolling him out there every week, man. I think he's shown what he looks like now, getting the, the number two cornerback work now instead of going up against the number one cornerback every time because he actually has a number one wide receiver out there with him. I know, I think one of y'all was saying don't start Christian Kirk last week. I can't remember if it was you
1: or Jabbar. I was saying that you can start him, but he will be volatile because he wasn't he wasn't getting a volume like that. Mm-hmm. But they were targeting him more downfield last game, so I guess they used that bye week to you know make it their mission to get him more involved. So I agree, he got to start him going forward now. Um, that's pretty much it from that. The
0: Cardinals they did throw a, a touchdown to a tight end last week. I don't even know his name, so you don't want to start him exactly. Um, on the other side of the ball, though, we got the great white hope. Uh, Josh Allen and his his greatest performance yet, 415 yards, three touchdowns, and a rushing touchdown. Um, Arizona's giving up 259 yards through the air per game. is coming off a 248-yard game. Um, of course, you're going to start Josh Allen, and he's so great. Yep. The question is um, – I don't even know if it's a question anymore no at this point. Devin Singletary and Zach Moss – uh, Moss outsnapped Singletary now for the last two weeks in a row. Singletary saw five touches last week. Um, none of them did good last week just because Josh Allen had such a great game. Zach Moss saw 11 touches, um, but he did get the end zone touchdown or the red zone touchdown. Arizona um, Arizona's given up 162 yards on the ground per game, so it's going to be a good game for somebody. I think it's going to be Zach Moss.
1: Yeah, just because of the reason you, you mentioned, like he's getting the – red zone work and the goal line work so i mean singletary is still gonna be involved so that's going to cap the ceiling for zach moss but i mean he has that touchdown upside that singletary doesn't have so he's the better option of the two
0: and he just looks better and the coaches seem to like him more
1: yeah he does he does look better stefan
0: diggs did what he was supposed to do against the second uh a week seahawk secondary Um, He'll see Patrick Peterson this week, however, but he should still see the volume enough to be a wide receiver one this week. Uh, John Downtown Brown, I think he's just um, they're just taking their time with him throughout the week now. He doesn't need to practice as much, I guess, now as he is a veteran. Um, He also did what he was supposed to do against that Seahawks secondary with 11 targets last week. Jacob Patrick, um, if healthy, because he was out last week, um, is giving up a 76% catch rate. Um so I think you could roll John Brown out there as a wide receiver too, maybe like a middle wide receiver too. Yeah. Um, Gabriel Davis, I know you mentioned Cole Beasley earlier. I think Gabriel Davis has taken over the Cole Beasley role. Uh, last week he saw four catches for 70 yards and he caught a touchdown while Cole Beasley did nothing. Um and that's now, oh I think it was like two touchdowns in 3 weeks now for him. Um, I like, I don't like him this week just because I don't think it, um, how much, well, I don't know. You said, what's the over under something crazy, right? Six, almost 60 points.
1: Fifty six. Yeah.
0: Uh, he might sneak in there and be a touchdown play. It'd be more of a DFS play. Um, but if he catches a touchdown this week and gives you know, at least four to five targets, I think we got to start talking about him going forward and he has, no. the same as me, so we got to stick together. He's stupid. Uh, the Buffalo tight ends, we don't even want to talk about them. Um, one did catch a touchdown last week, but the volume's not there. Yup, and that's game number seven, bro. That's it. Let's get it. All Smooth right. sailing as usual, baby. Let go. you recording tomorrow, or Friday.
1: Um, probably I gotta close tomorrow, so probably Friday. We might have to do another Saturday show, bro, to be honest. That's cool. Whatever
0: way it goes. Uh, yeah, what's the, we'll, we'll what, figure it out. Who you like Thursday, then, since we might not be here.
1: Ooh, this is a good one too. Um Tennessee. I got a Colts. It's it's a it's almost a pick'em, so we it's pick em. really I think these are two evenly evenly matched teams, bro. So it's gonna be a good one, man. It was a pick'em and we picked them. All right. Oh <laughs> uh,
0: man, that's it, man. folks let's get out of here. Shout out to Javar, shout out to Tony. Yeah,